0: Welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tufteller, your host. It is Tuesday. Tuesday is, and I guess seems to be for recent times, Comedy Day. We apparently get more reactions to comedy on the good old days of radio show than we do the, um, the scary stuff and the horror stuff and the science fiction. That surprises me because comedy tends to be a bit dated, although we try to play stuff that's not dated, so maybe that's the key to success here. But um, anyway, um, they are apparently very popular with the listeners of this program, and that's fine with me because I like good comedy just as much as you guys do. Um, This is an episode of the Red Skelton Show, um, October 8th, 1946. Uh, It's all about... Um, the meat shortage. Um, we had a toilet paper shortage in America a few months ago. I don't know that we've had a meat shortage yet. I guess that one's still in reserve, and they, they're ready to spring that that one on us sometime soon. But um, back in 1946, they had a meat shortage due to um, World War II and the aftermath. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Somebody. Some of you will know. I'm not exactly sure why there was a meat shortage. There were shortages during the war. I'm just not sure why there was this meat shortage after the war. The only shortage I know about after the war for sure was there was a housing shortage because you had all these thousands of uh, soldiers and sailors that were coming back from the war and needed housing. Um, They left the war when they were in their late teens and were many of them still living with their parents, but by the time they came back from the war, they needed housing, and there was a tremendous housing shortage in America in 1946, 47, 48, until the builders finally caught up with it all and it went away. Um, but somehow we have a meat shortage. Um, I guess uh, not as bad as a toilet paper shortage, um, but we'll see. So here we go. 903.
1: 903. Now, medical science offers proof positive.
2: No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat irritating tars than the new, smoother, better tasting Raleigh.
1: the Raleigh Cigarette Program, starring Red Skelton, with David Forrester and his orchestra, our singing star, Anita Ellis, Gigi Pearson, Verna Felton, Pat McGee, and Wonderful Smith, and yours truly, Rod O'Connor. It's a pleasure to bring you Metro-Golden-Mare's popular comedian and the star of the Raleigh Cigarette Program, Red Skelton.
3: Thank you very much and good evening, ladies and gentlemen 9.03, Rod 9.03, Red Well, sir, there'll be no more hair jokes on the air after tonight I know that
1: Just wait a minute, I I
3: got a bone to pick with you, Red Oh, good, any meat on it? (laughs) Well, that went over with a still of the night, didn't it? (laughs) Nothing like good material, I wish we had some
1: (laughs) You're right, Red, and I think we should have left that joke in that went over so good in rehearsal.
3: Oh, you mean the one where I say, well, here it is, October, the frost is on the pumpkin?
1: Yeah, and I said, and the corn is in the script? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, why did you delete it? Well, I... <laughs> I'm i caught with my alibi down, truthfully. Sure, uh-huh. I know why. You're afraid I'd get a laugh. Oh, now, I wish you hadn't have said that. Why? Because it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, comedians on other shows let their
1: announcers get laughs Yeah, laughed.
3: and look what's happening NBC's up to their commercials and comedians <laughs> Have you noticed what's happened to radio lately? Band leaders, singers, announcers They all get laughs one week and the next week They've got their own shows <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Fred Allen on Sunday? Now he's bringing in commentators Lowell Thomas and H.V. Caltenborn Telling jokes It's good for them, but it's bad for the comedians <laughs> You know, everybody gets laughing What does the comedian get? I mean, besides money oh. you know. <laughs> Did you hear that Dennis Day program? Yeah, and he mentioned your name Sure, the little traitor When I first met him, he was just a singer Now look at him, he's telling jokes That audience laughed harder at him Than one comedian laughs at another comedian When he's told that a comedian just died <laughs> But Red, the world wants to laugh Well, sure, it'd be all right if they leave it go there But now the sponsors are looking for a guy that can sing Read the commercials, tell jokes, and fit into the advertising campaign Dennis Day fits into the advertising campaign? For Colgate, yes What other toothpaste program has their own Dennis? (laughs) I've seen it coming for years I knew it was gonna happen
1: Oh, don't be like that You make a good living, and where there's life, there's
3: hope Yeah, that's got me worried, too Where there's hope, they don't need (laughs) skelton Oh, you're just mad Because you didn't get tickets To go into his club
1: <laughs> Well, I wouldn't worry If I were you You can always go back To Vaudeville
3: You mean me do that Old act with Edna Where I sing She's only a bird In a gilded cage And then she does A fan dance Why not? Well, Edna had A little misfortune The OPA froze her feathers <laughs> <laughs> She's now doing A peek-a-boo dance With Venetian blind <laughs> A peekaboo dance? <laughs> yeah, a peekaboo dance See, the audience peeks then booze You know No, I tell you, uh, comedians will think of something Well,
1: you know what? I think you comics have one
3: way out What? Get funny jokes and new ones Well, that's the easy way out, isn't it? (laughs) We can't tell new jokes Why the jokes we comics have been using on the air for years The audience is just getting (laughs) It's the radio comedians that's keeping this country on its feet Every time we tell an old joke, I can just hear thousands of people yell Get up, shut that thing off, will you? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you If the audience is gonna be fickle And they want talent with their jokes I'll go back to the job I came out here to California to do Oh, you can't do that, Rad You mean the grape-picking season's over? <laughs> now, medical
1: science offers proof positive
2: No other leading cigarette Gives you less nicotine Less throat-irritating tars Than the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh. Yes, proof positive No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars than the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh.
1: Scientific tests of America's six leading brands based on a method used by the United States government. Tests certified by a jury of 14 doctors, including throat specialists, have proved conclusively. No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars than Raleigh's. So smokers enjoy the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh's. Raleigh's are right. Right for taste, right for throat. And remember, medical science offers proof positive.
2: No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars, than the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh. 903, Anita.
3: 903, Red. Anita Ellis will now sing a song which she just recorded. Uh, Either it's love or it isn't.
4: It's love or it isn't. There's no compromise. Either it's real or it isn't. There's no other Don't want your arms. Don't want your lips. If your heart isn't mine to the core, take them away, come back the day you've learned what a heart is for, either you're true or you are, there's no someone you'll know what I mean it took much too many romances to teach this fool to be wise either it's love or it is me there's no compromise this
3: The scrapbook of satire tonight is about the meat shortage, and it's entitled, If You Have a Beef, Don't Air It, Roast It. <laughs> Our characters are fictional. If there's any similarity to persons living, you better pay your insurance up, because you ain't gonna last long. <laughs> Chapter 11 is entitled, The Pig Farm. A lot of people think that the farmer who sells his product during these times is getting rich. They believe that a pig on the hoof is money in the bank, but not to Clem Cadiddlehopper. He don't believe in piggy banks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: here <I> <laughs> Each his own, too, each his own <laughs> Yes, sir, boy, I'm as crisp as a cracker <laughs> Just as crummy, too yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Boy, it sure is hot today Just saw my pet squirrel running around with his fur coat unbuttoned <laughs> Well, I better put on my hip boots and go down and feed the pigs I gotta wear them so I won't dirty up the pig pen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There Better count my pigs Somebody tried to steal One of my prize hogs last night Now let's see One, two, three, four Five, six, seven, eight Had to go fast there Three of my fingers Were stuck together With molasses (laughs) It's all the higher I can count today I lost my thumb last week Eating celery (laughs) Oh darn it I brought the bucket But I forgot the food I'm getting to be As helpless as a second lead In a Jane Russell picture (laughs) Well, here comes Sarah Dew In that old 1900 car of hers Wonder why she don't paint that thing And take the bumpers off of it make it look like a new one Howdy, Clem Well, Sarah, do Howdy, duty to you, too
6: How do you feel, Clem? You look sick
5: Well, I ought to You just slammed that door on my nose
6: Well, you don't have to talk sassy to me Just because I slammed the door On a little old thing like your nose My
5: nose ain't little Or it wasn't before you slammed the door on it <laughs> Well, I can't stand here to be fussing with you. I've got to go out finish feeding the pigs here. You
6: sure have fine livestock. Yeah, don't, I know, I know. Now, how did you do at the county fair with them?
5: Cleaned up. I won four events.
6: Yeah. Well, that's funny. I only count three of your pigs with blue ribbons.
5: Well, I only wear mine when I'm dressed up. You know? <laughs>
6: Meat, yeah. you know, if you love me, you'd cut off a, a ham off of one of them their pigs and give it to me.
5: <laughs> Can't make money that way, kiddo. You're
6: getting awfully uppity lately. Clem, what's turned your head?
5: Why, is it on backwards again?
6: Oh, you just don't like me, Yes, Clem. I do
5: now. I love you for what you are.
6: Well, then what am I? I don't know. Clem, where were you, the brains? the brains were
5: passed out. Same where you was when you tried to read that. Well, I'd sure like to taste
6: some nice bacon again. Well,
5: before you go home, I'll uh, give you a yard of pork. A yard of pork? Yeah, three pig's pigs. (laughs) 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 feet. That was a fastie with a slow response, wasn't it, huh? (laughs) What's he doing over here so early?
6: Well, to help you take your pigs to the packing house. Uh-huh. Oh, are you still trading with the Tommy Dugan brothers?
5: No, I think that packing house is selling at a black market.
6: Well, whatever gave you that idea? Well,
5: he paid me with five $10 bills and each one, the Alexander Hamilton was hiding his face in his hand.
6: <laughs> well, what else makes you think he's not according to OPA?
5: Well, I know he's selling at black market because he does all of his business on the roof.
6: Up on the roof? You
5: mean... Exactly, above ceilings.
6: a crook to me.
5: He is. He's so crooked he could hide behind a corkscrew without throwing a shadow. Well,
6: where did you ever meet such a person?
5: Behind a corkscrew. Well,
6: if he is a black... If he is a black marketeer, then he's got gangsters working oh. for him and then they might
5: hurt you. Oh, they don't scare me, them people. I was in the Army. I talked back to a PFC once. No, I guess remembered. Not today. I only feed them every other day. Well, why? Well, I gotta eat sometime myself, you know. Oh,
6: Clem, here comes someone in a new car. Yep.
5: Uh Uh-oh, it's that Tommy Dugan gang from that packing house. There's somebody with him, too. Uh Uh-oh. Howdy. I
7: came out to see why you didn't make a delivery this morning. We gotta have pigs for the market.
5: Well, why don't you butcher each other? You're making hogs out of yourself. (laughs) You black marketeers, you. Shall I smack him down? You just try it and you'll get a surprise. Now, ain't he surprised how easy it was? (laughs) Don't beat him up, killer. I'll talk to the goon. Now, look, if you're trying to knock me silly, you're just wasting your time now.
7: (laughs) Look, periscope head. Hmm? I want you to pay attention to what I say and think. What caused this sudden change?
5: Well, I've decided I'll sell my meat where the customers can buy it over the counter instead of that cramped-up position underneath it.
7: Look, don't be a sucker. This is 1946, and you got to get it while the getting's good.
5: You know, when you talk like that, you sort of tarnish my discharge button.
7: That's a very pretty speech. But if you're smart, you'll make your pile now. You know money doesn't grow on trees. If
5: it did, you'd probably be up in one. (laughs) Still peeking through the leaves up there or something.
7: But suppose something should happen to your pigs. Yeah, like they accidentally got poisoned.
5: Oh, well, you never get away with that. I always taste the food before I feed it to them.
7: We got ways of handling stupid people like
5: you. Yeah, who's stupid?
7: You are. Ooh.
5: Now, you come down here and say that, will you?
6: Hey, you'll stop hitting him. Yeah.
7: Well, to slow down your production, I think we'll just knock off a couple of your prize boys. Oh, no, here
5: now, where are you going? Hey, Clamp, get out of that careful, pig pen. Carefully. Come out of that pig pen.
6: Here, what do you do?
1: Come on, let's get out of here. Why,
5: them very quick. Sheridoo, call all the neighbors. I want them over here at once. Friends, oh, I want to thank you fellow Americans for getting rid of the black marketeers by not a-patternizing them. And I want to thank you for coming over here and paying your respect to my two prize pigs. Now, hand me that knife and your plate. There's plenty here for everybody, you know. <laughs>
1: Now, medical science offers proof positive.
2: No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars than the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh. Yes, proof positive. No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars than the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh.
1: That famous star of 20th Century Fox's The Razor's Edge, Tyrone Power, says, quote, I changed my mind about cigarettes after I saw the certified
2: reports. Medical science has proved no other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars, than the new Raleigh. From now on,
1: Raleigh is my choice. Right, Tyrone Power. Those tests were based on a method used by the United States government. So friends, enjoy the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh. And remember, medical science offers proof positive.
2: No other leading cigarette gives you less nicotine, less throat-irritating tars. So no other is safer to smoke and the new, smoother, better-tasting Raleigh.
3: David Forrester and his orchestra play jealousy Take it away, David. <laughs> is entitled Small Fry. Nowadays, all sorts of tricks are being used to make the butcher turn loose with just one more chop and this is the story of the mean widow mean uh, meat getter. (laughs) Junior?
8: Yes? What were you doing in the backyard?
3: I was burning some leaves.
8: In the incinerator? No, the incinerator wasn't
3: holding all of them so I burned them in the garage.
8: Oh, there's nothing like the smell of burning leaves Yes,
3: especially when there's a small touch of the garage in it, you know (laughs) Now,
8: you're kidding me You wouldn't set fire to the garage (laughs) You just
3: keep laughing, kiddo, that's all
8: Well, how would you like to go to the meat market with me?
3: Well, that all depends, Grandma Depends on what you do. Well, the way you've been fattening me up lately it depends on whether you're going for buying or selling. I tell you, I think I stay here. I'm kind of busy anyhow. I'm going to find out something for myself. I got a little experiment to make for well, what's Well, what's that you have in that bottle? Well,
8: look. Cleaning fluid? Yeah. The, the inflammable kind? Keep going.
3: And matches, too. Yeah. What are you up to? Boy, she got no imagination at all. <laughs> Junior, I asked you what you were up to. I'll be up to the ceiling if these two things get together, you know.
8: You give that bottle to me.
3: Oh, you want to do this, huh? You
8: firebug, you. You give me that stuff. You're what? too young to realize
3: what could happen. Yeah, and you're too old to make a statement like that. You mean you'd like to set. House on fire? Yes, I would. i like to set the house on fire. Barbecue myself. Let the walls and the ceiling fall in. Oh, no, 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 no. no. What's the matter? I scared me down. Oh, no. Don't cry. I'll burn up. Oh, right?
8: no. No, you won't. Yes, sir. Bless his little heart. Yeah, bless his little heart. Now, don't cry, and I'll buy you some gumdrops.
3: And some liquid? Yes. And some popcorn and cracker jacks? Yes. And some ice cream? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's wrong? I got your tummy ache <laughs>
8: Here, put this
3: coat on. Okay, I go to the. Look, 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 look. Who tied that dog on our porch? I did. He's got... mine. Where'd you get him? Well, he followed me home. I, I took hold of one end of the leash and he followed the other. See?
8: How did his paws get so sore? Well,
3: that's his own fault. He shouldn't have dragged his feet, you know. What's his name? Hmm? What's his name? I call him G.I. because he ain't got no home. I wonder what kind of a dog he is. I don't know. I think they made him after all the dogs was made and he was the leftovers or something. <laughs> well, he looks like a bloodhound to me. He do? Hmm. Come on, bleed for us. Come on, let's do
8: <laughs> Hey, Grandma, can I keep him, huh? Oh, now, maybe somebody deliberately lost him because there's no meat to feed him. Oh. I wonder if the butcher will have any scraps. He's got it, but he's selling it for
3: first-class stuff, you know. <laughs> hey, Grandma. Uh-oh, there's that Mr. Bob Orton coming out of the house. Of Junior. Him. Well, my dear friend, hello,
1: hello, hello.
3: Ah, shut up.
8: Junior, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Well, you
1: better start
3: thinking, kiddo, because I get worse on the hour, you know.
8: You've been asking for this. Oh, oh no, 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 no! You fake me in front of an outsider. Why oh, are you so embarrassed? You're not embarrassed, Junior. I can see by your face
3: that you're not blushing. Th- I'm not blushing in my face. <laughs> They're uh, going shopping? Yes, we're going down to the butcher store to see if we got any meat for the dog. You, you have don't... a dog? Yes, he married him. Mine
1: it. disappeared this morning. Really? Someone came into my house and took him.
3: No. Now who was you to sing like that?
8: <laughs>
3: you. No coaching from the audience, please. Give Mr. and his dog. Let's go. We've here got to get are. to the go meat on. market. Go go well, it's times like doos. these that make me glad I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, vegetarian. What's that?
1: Vegetarian is one who doesn't eat meat, I just do- vegetables. Oh,
3: I thought they called them Americans. Let's go, Junior. Here, here, get that here, license here, number get... nine oh three. I saw it. Junior, hold my hand. What?
8: Hold my hand. Why? Now, careful crossing yeah. the street. Mm-hmm. Now, do I really mean that?
4: <laughs>
8: boy, you sure
3: don't love me, don't you, kiddo? Oh,
8: just look at the people in front of the butcher shop yes, You'd think they'd me. never seen me no, Junior, you yes. stay here I'm going to sneak around to the back of the market yes. Maybe the employee's entrance is open mm-hmm. Now, you hold my place in line You better, well, I'll squeeze right in here,
3: here. Yes. Oh,
6: get out of my shopping bag
3: <laughs> All right, stand back, folks, stand back Give me some mail. give me some air I'm dying, give me some air. Oh, I'm sorry, little boy I a little boy I've been in line so long I've shrunk uh, are you doing the shopping? Yeah, that's why I got on me old ragged clothes. You know, I look so pitiful it tears them butchers' hearts out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I see it's not working. I powder me face with some flour. Boy, that pale look gets them every time. You know. Say, <laughs> so, was that lady your mother or your nurse? No, that's my grandmother. My mother's in jail.
0: In jail? Yeah. What's wrong?
3: She lost her head out the zoo. Killed nine storks before they could catch her. <laughs> she went stork raving mad after that kid did. I hope this butcher store don't open until Grandma gets back. She went down the street to the other butcher shop. Is there another meat market? Sure, you got a better selection. Not too loud, not too loud. The meat's cheaper, too, you know. I just saw them unloaded. Two guys with guns taking out a cow. I saw them. them. Yeah? Well, where did you say this meat market was? Three blocks down the street. Step aside, folks.
6: Well, you're going to have to run fast to the meat. Here, here, yeah. Yeah. here. Stop it. What happened, Junior? Look.
3: Why is everybody running? I can't understand it. We can, can't we, folks? (laughs) Good morning. Oh, let's go in, Grandma. I got a feeling that mob's gonna be back in a couple of minutes, and they won't be pussyfooting in either, boy. (laughs) Look, me, Grandma, Me! Now, don't get so excited. Excited? Well, then, slow down the walk. You're dragging me on the floor. (laughs) Goodness. Hey, what's that big machine over there, Grandma? That's a slicing
8: machine, and don't go near it. Okay. I don't want two of you running around here.
3: (laughs) Well, what can I do for you, madam? Well, you can turn your back so we can clean out this joint. Quiet, if you don't Junior. <laughs> what do you have, Butcher? And just what you see here. Well, either way, you need glasses or you need some meat. <laughs> do you have
8: some ham under the counter?
3: We sold it last night. The ham? The counter. <laughs> However, I do have pig's feet. Well, I got pigeon toes, but I don't brag about it. <laughs> Say, you're a smart little fellow. What's the your name? Junior. Is that all? That's too much right there. <laughs> do you have any ham? No, just pig's feet. She don't want pigs' feet. She wants some ham, something higher up on the hog. Some hips. You got any hips? A nice boy. Yeah, don't piss me. Bite? Oh, he bit me! Now that's the first fresh meat I've tasted in weeks. I wish you'd hurry up and buy your meat and leave. Okay, Grandma, you go ahead and buy the meat. I'm going to look around, but I'm going to look in this big ice box here. It's open. Going inside and cool myself off. It sure is hot today. The humility is awful in here. <laughs> Oh, it sure is cold in here. Oh, look at all the meat. I believe I've died and gone to heaven. I wonder where to get all this meat. Wonder what's in this box over here. <gasps> I'm gonna go talk Grandma. Grandma, don't buy none of this stuff for me. Why, Junior? Look what I found. Horseshoes. <laughs>
1: Remember, we'll all be back with you next Tuesday at the same time. Red Skelton, David Forrester and his orchestra, Anita Alice, Berna Felton, Gigi Pearson, Pat McGee, and wonderful Smith of yours, Julie Rod O'Connor. Until next
3: Tuesday, then. This is Red Skelton saying goodbye now and thanks for listening and thanks for buying Raleigh.
2: Sir Walter Raleigh, the pipe tobacco that rates superior on all five counts check them. A rich, ripe, full-bodied, burly blend. Sir Walter Raleigh pipe tobacco. Mellowed with rum for extra smoothness, deep down satisfying goodness. That's Sir Walter Raleigh pipe tobacco. Clean smoking all the way down. No soggy heel. Leaves only a clean, dry ash. And that's Sir Walter Raleigh pipe tobacco. Crip cut for slow, even cool burning. Yes, Sir Walter Raleigh pipe tobacco. The brand of Grand Aroma. Keeps home sweet home. It's Sir Walter Raleigh. Sooner or later, your favorite tobacco. Yes, a favorite with college men, servicemen, businessmen. Men men everywhere who appreciate quality pipe smoking. Try Sir Walter Raleigh, the quality pipe tobacco of America.
1: 903. 903. Brown and Williamson invite you to other good listening during the week. Listen to People Are Funny next Friday night and join us again with Red Skelton next Tuesday. Red Skelton is heard on this program through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. Red Skelton is brought to you by the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation.
0: Company. Ah, the good old days when cigarettes were described as less irritating and less harmful. Ha! Less irritating and less harmful. Okay. They actually got away with that stuff back then. Interesting. Okay. Red Skelton Show, October 8th, 1946. They didn't explain why there was a meat shortage, so I guess maybe some of someone out there in the audience can explain it to me. Make, leave a comment on our Facebook page or something. Um, there's a Red Skelton Museum in Vincennes, Indiana, and I guess uh, Red and his uh, last wife—he had multiple wives, but his last wife—donated a bunch of his material to this museum. I've never been there, but it gets rave reviews from people who have— Red Skelton is an interesting, interesting character. As I said, he had I think four or five wives, and there's some <laughs> real wild tales about some of that. Um, but he was very well loved and appreciated in Hollywood. Um, I, a few weeks ago, I spent some time with Bill Marx, uh, Harpo Marx's son, and he showed me a letter that uh, Red Skelton had written to Harpo on the after he had actually announced his retirement from show business at an Alan Sherman concert in 1963, Skelton wrote him a nice, long, very complimentary letter, very heartfelt letter. And Bill Marks said that he hung out a lot with Red Skelton. Uh, Harpo was also living out in Palm Springs with Red Skelton as a neighbor during that time of the late 50s and early 60s. And Bill Marks said he spent a lot of time with Red Skelton, and he thought that Red Skelton was one of the nicest people in show business that he ever met. So that's an interesting thing to report. Um, These programs come from original transcription discs, which um, I transferred 40 years ago, back in the 70s. Um, Back in the 1970s, Red Skelton was one of the few, I'll say few, comedians who had um, broadcast transcriptions made of every single one of his programs. Um, There were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them made because he did hundreds and hundreds of radio programs. And sometime in the mid-70s, Somebody, either Red himself or some manager working for him, forgot to pay the bill on one of the storage lockers where he had stored transcription discs out in Palm Springs, and they went to public auction, and they became available, and a group of people bought them, and they were then donated to SpurdVac, a society to preserve and encourage radio drama variety and comedy, also pronounced SpurdVac, an organization which is still around, Uh, The discs were donated to SpurdVac, and I transferred many of them. It was not the complete run of Red Skelton shows, because it was apparently one locker out of multiple lockers where he kept things stored, and the other ones, I don't know where they were, but they weren't there. So whatever we got, we got, but they're in beautiful sound, some of them, and some of them were water damaged from sitting in that hot baking locker out in Palm Springs and getting some water in there and they were stacked from the floor up, and the bottom ones, the heat and the water had gotten to them, and the paper from the sleeves that they were in had actually fused itself into the grooves of the transcriptions, and there was no way to get that out. Uh, I scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed, and they just wouldn't come out. So you'll hear a number of Red Skelton shows from that period where it's got all this (coughs) sound in it from the needle skating through the paper and attempting to recover the sound below it. But that's the best we can do unless uh, artificial intelligence or something develops something where you can (laughs) go in there and remove that that paper, but I don't, I don't know if that's possible. We'll see. Anyway, uh, this was a good-sounding one, and so I thought we'd play that one for you today. Back on Thursday with Radio Noir as we roll through that series, and back next Tuesday with more comedy. Until then, this is John Tefteller and the Good Old Days of Radio Show saying thanks for listening. Tell all your friends, leave comments on Facebook, um, go to the website, whatever. But keep listening. Thanks.